Hey folks, hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant here, 1232 a.m. in Houston, Texas. And if you're on live with me on my Instagram account, you'll see the awesome view there. But if you're on the podcast, well, great. Tonight, I want to speak about how to solve problems instantaneously. And this is inclusive of money problems relationship problems, health problems, any problem that you have in your life, this technique will work and it works very quickly here if you follow what I'm about to share with you here, okay? Hey, hey guys, what's going on here? I'm gonna let you guys log in here. And if you're brand new to the rant, I'm Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. I'm a self-made millionaire here from Houston, Texas. And I am here to educate you. Okay. I'm not here to inspire you. I'm not here to motivate you. I'm here to educate you so you will be able to manifest your goals and dreams so you can have the life that you want to live instead of living life based off control, right? Control such as your boss, your manager, your parents, people that are telling you what to do, how to do, what to dress, where to go. But I want you to be free. As a matter of fact, I want everybody to come at the word freedom. Okay? Freedom. 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 That's what we want, right? Freedom from the nine to five grind. Freedom from stress. Freedom from failure. Freedom from pain and hopelessness. Freedom from anxiety. And freedom from an unhealthy attitude here, okay? So, let me give you folks a shout out here before I get into the rant here. And hey, man, how are you? Hey, Chantel. And remember something, young people. Um, I always give everybody the opportunity after I'm done to ask me questions here. My time is very expensive, but I do this pro bono on Instagram to allow... Anyone on the planet, man or woman, boy, girl, child, whatever, whoever wants to better themselves and become financially free, I do this for free every single night here, okay? So go ahead and come to your names below. <clears throat> and let me give you a shout out here. Hey, Jessica, how are you? Marcos, Daniel, Veta. We have... Uh, Cheetah, okay, Chantel, Boston, Rosemary, Ricardo, um, Wentley from Chi-Town, Chicago, hey, Max, how are you, Chantel? All right, so let's get into it here. Um, so basically, when we, how many of you have money problems? Let's be honest with you. How many, be honest with me, how many of you have money problems? Like you wish you had more money in the bank account. You wish you had money, more money in your life, right? And we'll say that's a problem, right? Comment below, folks. Let's be interactive here. How many of you have money problems? Speak up. Okay, so now... What you want to do is solve your money problems, correct? 
But let me share something with you, okay? And I didn't learn this until I reached my early 30s here, that the average person, when they have a problem, they think about the problem. Make sense? Like if you have a money problem, you're thinking about the money problem. If you're in debt, you're thinking about the debt. If you're unhealthy, you're thinking about how unhealthy or how fat and overweight you are. We tend to focus on the problem, which is very counterproductive. And the reason why it's counterproductive is if you're thinking about the problem, okay, when do you ever think about the solution? Now, let me explain how the brain works. This is, see, this is why I talk about the brain so much, and I talk about it a ton in my course, The Genie Script here, because, see, once you really understand the mind, then what I'm sharing with you here tonight, it, it makes perfect sense to you. <clears throat> the reason why thinking about the problem is counterproductive, because when you're thinking about the problem, you don't make room for the solution. But let me go deeper here. When you're thinking about the problem, you're not only thinking about the problem, you're imagining the problem. Like you can see how far debt you're in. You can see that maybe you don't have a job. You can see that the business is not working out. You can see that you're lonely. You want to have a significant other. You can see that you're a single mom. You don't have enough money to take care of your children, right? So you're able to experience this and you're able to Invoke your imagination. So you're not just thinking about your problems, you're imagining them. Does that make sense? Are you with me here? Now, now take a look. When you imagine the problem, you don't have any room for the solution. Okay? Now, what I want to teach you is how to reverse engineer this because this technique that I use I use this in business. I use this with my life. I use this with every, anything that I, any problem, any issue or anything that I'm trying to solve, I use this. What I want you to begin to do, the next problem that you have, I want you to begin to imagine the solution. Now, watch this. Most of you might say, well, I don't know what the solution is. Listen. Listen very close, close to what I'm about to say here. I said, I want you to imagine the solution. Again, you may say, well, Wesson, I don't know what the solution is. No. When you say you don't know what the solution is, you don't know how to get to the solution. Does that make sense? See, that's the distinction. You don't know how you're going to make a million dollars. You don't know how you're going to find the woman or man in your dream. You don't know how you're going to lose all the weight. Like, you don't know how. It's not that you don't know what the solution is. You don't know how you're going to achieve it. And see, as human beings, you know, as you, we tend to bind the solution with the how. So that's why we say, well, I don't know how to fix this. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know what the solution is to make more sales. 
I don't know what the solution is to make this relationship work. I don't know what the solution is to take this fat off my body. I don't know what the solution is to get rid of my cancer, my heart disease, my diabetes, whatever. Listen. Write this down. One, the how is not your business as one. Like how are you going to do anything in life is really not your business because obviously you don't know how. And many of you are trying different things, trying to figure out the right thing to do to get what you want. But the most, now listen please, the most important part of this process as it relates to the resolution of your problems is to imagine the solution. Let me give you an example. If I want more money in my business and I'm not making a lot of money, say if I'm only making $1,000 a month and I want to go from 1000 to 10000 instead of thinking about why I'm only making 1000 and how I can make more, what I do is I imagine, listen, I imagine earning 10000 I imagine customers coming into the business. I imagine people swiping their credit cards for the service or the product that I provide. Are you with me here? Let me give you another example. If I'm in the gym, I'm working out. How many of you work out? You know, I want to create an incredible body. You know, many people that go to the gym, they think about, well, I'm not building muscle. I'm not losing fat. I don't know why I can't get rid of this and this cellulite and this poochy pooch. And I don't know why. Just listen. What you do is you imagine the body that you want. Like I, I do this. Like this is not um, theory. You imagine. Listen. You imagine what you want the body, your body, to look like. Okay? You imagine people complimenting you if that's what you want. You imagine women or men hitting on you. You imagine people showing admiration for you because you have this body that is so sexy, so beautiful, that they can't take their eyes off of you. Are you with me here? Listen, I know it's hard for you to tear your weight, to tear your mind away from the how, right? Because by default, we just want to think about how we got to do what we got to do to make things happen. But you have to understand something about your mind. Your mind is so complex. The mind is so beautiful. And it, and honest, to be honest with you, we would never really understand the power, the, the potential of the mind. But what we know about the mind that if we're able to imagine the outcome clearly, if we're able to imagine the solution, not thinking about the problem, not even considering the problem, who cares? Just imagining the solution and the outcome so clear, the brain, your mind, will find a way to make that your reality. Does that make sense? Hello? Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen, here? Now, I know some of you might not believe that, you know? <laughs> you might say, well, come on, Wes, you're just saying that all I, need to do, all I need to do is imagine the solution, imagine 
myself or imagine the outcome of what I want? Yes. Don't think about the how. I'm not saying that you don't work. I'm not saying that you don't develop your skill. But what I'm saying is you spend more time imagining what you want from the issue. Like if you have a problem, what's the solution? You have a money problem? Okay, what's the solution? What does that look like? You have a weight problem? Okay, what's the solution? What does the solution look like? If you're inflicted with a disease, it doesn't matter what disease it is, okay? You have to understand that whatever thoughts that you consume your mind with and and how you use and invoke your imagination, you will project that into the outer world. And your mind will find a way to match that image that's in your mind. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. This is how you fix problems. I do this all the time. Like any issues in my businesses and companies, all I do is imagine exactly what I want. That's all I do. Like when I'm meditating, and while I'm meditating, I'm imagining what I want. Because obviously, I don't know what the solution is. It could be millions of things that I have to try to figure it out. But what I realized that if I would just think and imagine and picture what I want, I'm highly likely to discover the solution faster. Okay? Instead of just thinking about my problems. See, some of you are very overwhelmed about your problems. So many issues in life, so many problems, problems at your job, problems in your family, problems in your relationships, problems in your business. Like your mind, your mind is consumed with problems and it should be consumed with solutions and outcomes. If a problem exists in your life, obviously you are aware that the problem exists. But for you to consume your mind with the problem, it doesn't allow any room for the solution. Does that make sense? Okay. What I want you to do, I want everybody to think about a problem that they have. And I want you to try it this week. Just try it. And I want you to do this for seven days. Because I know some of you are still skeptical. That's cool. You know, I do this from the top of my heart. I'm rich. I'm very rich. And I'm happy. And, you know, I'm so grateful that I'm I'm living this life. But I'm only living this life because I made a decision to apply things that were very abnormal and different from the masses. And that's what I want you to understand, that this information may sound foreign, it may sound, you know, you might not want to believe it, but I'm here to tell you that it's true. And you can repudiate it, you can reject it, you can say this is bullshit and it's a scam. Okay, great. But I'm going to tell you this, that 
the more you reject information that is unknown to you or information that doesn't align with your beliefs. And if you choose just to listen and to align with your beliefs, well, how does your life ever change? Like, how do you ever manifest or achieve the things that you want if you're not willing to surrender and to capitulate your current beliefs? Think about that for a second. See, many of you are so dogmatic, which means you're stubborn. So stubborn. You know, when I'm speaking on these rants, if I say something that aligns with your beliefs, you're like, yes, Wes, I love this. This is good. But if I say something that doesn't align with your belief, I say, hey, just imagine the outcome. Imagine the solution. That's all you need to do. What you need to do or the how-to will come to you, I promise you. It always does. But you won't believe that. You'll say, well, come on. It's not that easy. You just can't imagine outcomes. You just can't imagine it working. You just can't imagine uh, feeling better or I can't imagine myself looking better. You can't imagine my myself just being rich and, 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 that's how, and that's how it happens. It is. But the reason why it doesn't happen because of the conflicts and your unwillingness to surrender to new information. Make sense? There's a part of you, almost all of you, that just says bullshit. No, that's not, that's not going to work. And what you don't realize, you're, you're the reason why you're not making progress. They have something that's called the Teachability Index. I've talked about this in many rants before, many podcasts. Teachability Index is composed of two concepts. And that's what I'm doing here tonight, right, to see if you're coachable. Like, if you're not coachable, just leave the fucking rant. It doesn't really matter to me. Teachability index, two concepts. Your willingness to learn. Your willingness to learn this information. And two, your willingness to change. Which means is first, you have to have the willingness to learn it. That means you have to have an eagerness to learn it. Like, right now, it's 12 o'clock. Almost 1 o'clock in the morning here in Houston, Texas here. And many of you, it's pretty late where you are. So that means you have a high willingness to learn. Right. Because you could be sleep. <clears throat> you could be making out, having sex, doing drugs, smoking out in the clubs, hanging out, drinking, happy. I'm not sure. Right. But you're here with me listening. Close. Which means is your willingness to learn is very high. But this is the problem with a lot of you, which is two, your willingness to accept change. Many of you heard exactly what I said, but you're not willing to change because it doesn't align with your core beliefs. But what I want you to realize, and I had to realize this, it took me a very long time because I was so hard-headed. Your current core beliefs is the reason why your life is what it is. Just think about it for a second. Think about the job you go to, how much money you make, the car that you drive, where you live, the apartment or the home that you live in. Like, all that is based 
from your core beliefs. Think about it. The man that you're with, the woman that you're with, right? The places that you go. Okay? How you spend your money, how you save your money, how you invest. This is all derived from the core beliefs, ladies and gentlemen. Which means until you choose to be open and to allow new beliefs to replace your current beliefs, nothing will ever change in your life. Nothing. Okay? You know, what I want all of you to understand is, like, I understand how hard it is to believe people on the internet or to believe people that you don't know. (laughs) I get it. You know, it's a lot of people. It's a ton of voices on the internet, media, celebrities, rich people, wealthy people, shit, even poor people trying to give advice, right? There's so many voices that are trying to tell you or share things with you to help you or to get you where you, you need to be. But this is what I want you to understand about you. That you're smart. Some of you think you're not smart. But you are. The reason why I say you're smart is that the same brain that I have Of the same power that I have, you have that same power as well. Okay? Like, we're not that different. Even the billionaire right now, he has the same opportunity to make a decision just like you. Millionaire. Doesn't matter. We all have the same capability. This is what you have to understand. We all, some of you, when you see people like myself, you feel a bit inferior to us or that we are superior than you. We're not. The only difference is our beliefs, our attitudes, our behaviors, and our decisions. That's it. I mean, we we go to the toilet just like you go to the toilet. We take showers just like you take showers. We brush our teeth just like you brush your teeth. We walk just like you walk. We move our arms. We have fingers just like you. We have a mind just like you. We have teeth just like you. Right? We get hungry just like you. Hangry just like you. We can see just... We're the same. The difference is the intangible things. Beliefs, attitudes, habits. So when I ask you to not only to listen to this, but to apply it, I'm very serious with you. Because the reason why you're here listening to me is not because you have no problems. You're here because you have problems. And you want solutions. Does that make sense? Everybody. Everybody that's listening to me right now have some problems in their life that they would like to eliminate, correct? 
<clears throat> Listen. I'm sharing this from the top of my heart. I want you to begin to imagine the solution for your individual problem. Just imagine the outcome. Like whatever's not working in your life, I want you to imagine if it was working. And I want you to continue to imagine that thing working over and over, day in and day out. And I'm here to tell you, if you consume your mind with the solution of your problem, <clears throat> the universe will bring you the exact formula, the exact blueprint for you to achieve it in your physical world. Okay? It will. Now, if it's hard for you to believe that, remember this little word called faith. For all my believers, if you believe in faith. And faith, quite simply, is believing in something that doesn't exist, but seeing it. Being able to see something that doesn't exist in the physical world. That's what faith is. And believing that it's there, even though no one else can see it. I was like this. I saw my millions of dollars years before I made a million dollars. And no one can see it. Everybody saw Wesley Virgin that couldn't keep a job. Everybody saw Wesley Virgin, the clown. Everybody saw Wesley Virgin, the guy that goes to jail every once in a while for traffic tickets. Everybody saw the fuck up. But I saw myself as a millionaire. I saw myself as rich. I saw myself confident. I saw myself certain. I saw myself as a very decisive man. I saw myself as godly, okay? And I had to invoke my faith because at the same time I saw myself that way, I still had to deal with the day-to-day -day issues, correct? But every day, I would imagine myself and embody the person that I wanted to become. And I'm here to tell you, it can happen to you, okay? It can happen to you. Don't let anybody tell you on the planet, not even me, that your dream that you're thinking about, your goals, your desires that you're musing over, that is consuming your mind, don't let anybody tell you that it's not possible. I don't care how outrageous, outrageous the dream is. It may sound crazy, unpredictable, and unrealistic. But don't let anybody 
tell you what's not real for your life. Why? Because it's yours. Nobody else can live your life except you. Your mama can't live your life, your daddy, your child, your significant other, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend. No one can live your life except you. And nobody else can have your thoughts except you. But the reason I want you to be open is because you have to inject and inculcate new information inside that brain of yours. And then you have to go out there and you have to apply it with faith. Like almost everything that I've done in my life when I had to change my entire attitude and behaviors was faith. I had to believe that this would work out. I had to believe that when I was listening to personal development tapes every day in my vehicle, I was listening to PD person development every single day of my life. I had to believe that one day that I would assimilate this information in a way that I can not only just do it, I would be able to articulate it and express it to others. And I would be able to apply it to my life to design the life that I wanted. I had to believe, I had to use faith to believe that. I had to have faith when my car was repoed. I had to believe that something better was going to take place. I had to have faith when I lost my job. I had to have faith when I invested money in companies and businesses and they didn't work out. Does that make sense? I had to continually use my imagination in meditation, by the way, and see exactly what that solution looked like what the outcome looked like. And I'm going to tell you something, it worked. And it's still working. And I'm not the only one that does this. There's many people on the planet that swear by this. It's how they think. They don't focus and ponder on a problem because it's inefficient. They think and they use their imagination about the outcome. Instead of thinking about how screwed up my life is and how fucked up my life is and how screwed up my credit is and how much debt I'm in and how unhappy I am and I've been through a divorce, I got a failed business. Instead of like just thinking about that and imagining that, I just imagine it getting better. Some of you right now, you know, it's hard for you to detach from your current situation. It's hard for you to detach emotionally. Some of you lay in your bed, you cry at night. Some of you lay in your bed, you're thinking about all the, the variety of problems and issues that you have to tackle next week. Some of you don't know how you're going to pay your bills, how you're going to pay the cell phone bill, how you're going to pay the credit card bill. How are you going to pay the rent? How are you going to pay the taxes? Some of you just consume your mind with problems. And what you don't realize, if you consume your mind with problems, you will only attract more problems. And I know what you're thinking. Well, Wes, so you're saying that I should just forget about my problems? But I need to, I need to figure them out. I need solutions, of course. I'm not saying forget about your problems. What I'm stating is, 
Imagine your solutions. That's it. That's all that matters. The problem itself is going to be there regardless, regardless if you keep thinking about it or not thinking about it anyway. Make sense? But the way you're going about it is very inefficient. That's not how the brain works. Listen, thoughts are things. Whatever thought that's in your mind, whatever you're thinking about, you're going to bring more of that. If you just think about it, it's so, it's so simple. I mean, I don't understand how people just don't get this, but it's so simplistic. If you keep thinking daily about your problems, man, I wish this was working. Why can I lose weight? Why can I make more money? Why is this company not bringing enough money? I think they scam me. Why do I have debt? Why did the bank do that to my money? Why does it not work in this relationship? Why did they lie to me? I mean, think about it for a second. If you're communicating to yourself about all your problems, like you already know they are, but you want to communicate to yourself about it. You want to tell yourself and you want to ramble on. You want to vent to others and tell people about all your issues and all your problems over and over and over and over again repeatedly. Do you not understand that you're not only just repeating that information, you're conditioning your mind to say, hey, obviously, Chris or Jessica, she wants more problems. Because that's all she's talking about. <laughs> Are you with me? Like, that's all you're talking about. That's all you're talking about. That's all you're thinking about. Your brain doesn't really understand this negative and positive experience. It doesn't really understand that at all. Right. It doesn't know that you don't want more problems. It only knows what you give it. Like if I'm. Listen, if I'm typing on the keyboard and I'm programming the computer to do a certain type of program. It doesn't matter how I feel about why. It doesn't matter how I feel about what I'm programming the computer to do. The computer's only going to do what I program it to do based off what I type. Like I could program to the computer. Hey, I don't want you to be negative. But if I say I don't want you to be negative, the computer only hears, well, you want me to be negative. Because it doesn't understand I don't want. It doesn't know how to make a distinction between don't and wanting. Make sense? Does it know? It's like your brain. It doesn't know that you don't want the problems. All it knows is you keep talking about the problems and it understands that you are feeling sad and down and depressed about the problems. So since this is a familiar feeling and familiar thoughts, your brain assumes that you just want more of this. And now this information gets seated in the unconscious mind because the unconscious mind, it loves habits and repetition, right? It loves to it, your subconscious mind loves to take your information and turn it into an automatic process so the conscious mind or the prefrontal cortex doesn't have to do any work. Say, don't worry, man. You want to be negative all the time? You want to think about your problems? I will think about your problems for you. When you wake up tomorrow morning, I'm going to make sure you're in a bad mood. When you drive into your work, I'll make sure somebody flicks you off. When you go to your office, I'm going to make sure that the boss writes you up. Or he accosts you in a way that makes you feel pissy. Make sense? You're with me now, right? you with me? Say, Wes, I'm with you now. You get it, huh? I know the light bulb's going on. Like, I'm the, listen, I'm the best in what I do.
What I do well is my ability to articulate this information to people like yourself. I know how to explain it in a way that you just get you like that makes perfect sense. Many of you on the seesaw effect, you know, you don't get it and you're not even aware of it because at the same time, you're trying to be positive. You're trying to say, oh, life is good. Life is great. But there's a part of it that says bullshit. It's not great. It's not working. It's not working. Come on. I've been imagining my outcome for five days, man. It's getting worse. <laughs> you ever said that? Man, I've been doing this for five, seven days. It's just getting worse. Think about it for a second. Like before you said it was getting worse, you thought about that first. You probably thought about that for a long time before you actually said it. <laughs> Are you with me? You get it? You cannot. Now, I've said this many times. Listen, thoughts, negative thoughts, it's going to happen, period. Negative thoughts are like weeds. No one plants a weed. It just happens. It's always going to happen. All we do is can look at the weed and pull it out. That's it. Just like negative thoughts. Negative thoughts are always going to permeate your mind. But all you have to do is not give the thoughts life. You give negative thoughts life when you speak about them, murmur about them, communicate them to yourself and communicate them to others. That's when they have life. Are you with me? Any questions for me here? I think I did a great job here. Give me, come with the word value below, please. You know, I could easily charge for this information. Like in a genie script, I go so much deeper. I know some of you are asking about my course. Just go to howtomanifestnow.com. Listen, it is just so much information about your mind. If I could give you any advice, it's just learn how to master your mind, your thinking. Just start there. I know you're impatient. I know you want to make a million dollars. I know you want a fancy car. I know you want a lot of money to help a lot of people. I get it. But master your mind first because it's the foundation of everything that you will ever create in your life. If I can go back and talk to Wesley Virgin in his 20s, I would say, Wesley, just master your mind first. Learn how your mind works. Learn how your brain functions. Understand what motivates you. Understand what self-discipline is. Pay attention to your habits. Be aware of what you're thinking. Like all this information that I share in my course at howtomanifestnow.com, it's the information that I believe that needs to be shared in schools. But instead of trying to force or compel the schools to do this, I created what is called Prosperity University. When you go to howtomanifestnow.com and you get that program, you're going to see a slew of products that focuses on this. Let me tell you why. Because this is everything. And one day you will realize it. I don't know about tonight. But one day you will realize that this is everything. I remember that today <clears throat> I was on the elevator and I was going to my floor and I had a young black man. 
And I've seen this guy before a few times. I didn't know who he is, but you know, you know how when black people see each other, a black man, you know, we say, hey, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? We don't know each other, but that's just how we are. What's up, man? We fist bump. Hey, what's going on? How you doing, my guy? How you doing, my dude? How you doing, my bro? What's up? What's up? You know, black black men, we just do that. We don't have to know you, right? We just see you. Boom. You look like you're doing well. Hey, what's going on, my man? How are you? Right? But tonight or today, he spoke to me and he said, you want to hear a funny story? I said, sure. He said, I've been following you since I was a teenager. And I said, wow. I said, how old are you? He lives in my building, right? And he says, I'm 30 years old. He said, man, you changed my life. Now I've seen this young man several times. Several times. He said, you changed my life by changing my thinking. And now this man is 30 years old, successful, black man, doing very well. Like in the building that I stand, the rent starts at three, four grand a month, right? It's very expensive here. And he's here, he's 30 years old. And he started to follow me when he was a teenager. I mean, that's 10 years ago. I'm here to share with you that many of you are resisting what is obvious. Like many of you already know it's your mindset, man. There's a part of you that says, yeah, it's my mindset, but I need to know how to make money. Yeah, it's my mindset, but I need a, I need a pill or a drink so I can lose weight. Yeah, it's mindset, but you know, I just, what do I need to say to girls to get women? <laughs> what do I need to say to a guy to get the rich guy and, you know, the guy that I really want? It's just your mindset. Okay? Like, to give you an analogy, like salespeople, let me tell you what the best salespeople the best salespeople, they don't use techniques, by the way. You know, if you go online, there's so many ways to persuade people and to trigger people and use techniques to sell. But let me tell you what salespeople, great salespeople, all have. And it's not a technique. They have confidence. That's it. They have certainty. Like when they speak, people listen because... They have so much emotion and passion about the information that they're conveying to the prospect. And that's what you need, okay? Hey, Jacqueline, how are you? Many of you think that you need more techniques. Show me the trick, Wes. You know how many times I hear this every day? Wesley, can you just show us the trick on how to make money? Like today I was in the elevator and... um. I stay in a building with a lot of Rockets players, a lot of sports people in my building, right? Shout out to the Rockets. You guys going to get it right. Uh, <laughs> and um, it was a barber. He saw me pull up in the McLaren. I went out tonight with my guy. Went to Hot Pot. Ate some great food. And he saw me pull up and said, nice car, man. I said, thank you. Appreciate it. Got in the elevator. And before he got off of his floor, he looked at me and said, because he was coming to the building to cut, you know, somebody's hair, one of the Rockets players. And he said, 
He said, if you don't mind me asking, what do you do to have a car like that? And I said, well, digital marketing, man. Digital marketing. And then he looked at my chain on my neck. Many of you know I wear a necklace. And I have letters on it. And he said, 100K a day? He said, it's like that? I said, it's at least like that. Okay. And let me share something. The difference between me and him, like he's probably doing pretty well. I mean, he's cutting, styling Rockets players, Harry, you know, probably paying well. But the difference between me and him, because I know in his mind, he's thinking he's a young black man, right? He had all this barber stuff. He's a professional. But he's thinking in his mind, what do I need to do to have what West has, right? Like, what do I need to do to have a McLaren? <laughs> like, what do I need to do? What do I need to do more? You know, he may see himself as a barber or whatever. And listen, the only difference between me and that young man is just our mindset. That's it. That's, I mean, listen, I know... A ton of you are not going to believe me, but it's just your thinking. That's all what it is. Like, I'm black. He's black. I grew up in the south side of Houston, Texas, in the hood. Right? I'm pretty sure he grew up the same way as well. We probably had different upbringings, but I didn't grow up rich. And I grew up poor. We didn't have any money. Average at best. So what's the difference? Just our belief. He's just as capable of as me to do everything that I'm currently doing. It's not because I'm a digital marketer. A lot of you, you're so set on that. Well, I guess I need to be a digital marketer because Wesley is a digital marketer. I guess I need to be an internet marketer because that's how I guess internet marketers make a lot of money. So I need to do that. No, that is not the key. The reason why I live like this is because I wanted to live this way. That was my desire. And I believed that I could do it. Okay? And I didn't have a, an example that this was possible. I didn't have an example for my father. My father wasn't rich. My mother wasn't rich. No one was rich. There was no examples in my life that would say, okay, Wesley, you have a chance to be this way. You're going to have an opportunity to make over $40 million. I had no examples in my life at all. I just believe that I could because I saw somebody else that I didn't know that wasn't related to me do it. That's it. And from that, I have every car of my dreams right now. I have the only car I don't have is a Ferrari, but every other car I have, you know, I have traveled all around the world. I've stayed in the best hotels, I've partied at the best places, I've ate at the best restaurants, I've had the chefs, the mate, I mean, penthouses, I mean, come on, I did it. So what I want you to understand is the, diff the only difference is for you and I, just your thinking. And this is why I share with you to listen to this over and over again. I'm not just trying to, you know, a lot of you trying to think I'm trying to control you or be your cult leader. No, I'm not at all. I just know what works. 
You know, maybe somebody else you resonate with. Listen, whoever you resonate with online that's living a life that you want to live, listen to them. Listen to them only. Pick one person. Some of you listen to so many people. Grant Cardone may have a totally different message than Wesley Virgin. Kevin O'Leary. Uh, Tony Robbins. Tyler Perry. Oprah. Everybody has their own theory or their own way or their own type of advice. <laughs> Joe Rogan, like, you know, how to make it. Everybody has their own principles and habits and how they wake up. Some men wake up at five o'clock in the morning and make a million dollars. Some other men wake up at 11 o'clock in the morning and make a million dollars. Some men wake up at six o'clock and make a million dollars. Some men got to work hard to make a million dollars. Some men don't even work hard at all and they make a million dollars. <laughs> right? What I'm saying is you follow somebody that lives the life that you want to live. But what I decided to do, I decided to create it like I wanted. Because, see, I've read so many books about the mind and manifestation to understand the science of the mind that I understood finally that I can create it the way that I want it. Which means I didn't have to model anybody else. I said, you know what? I want to live this way. And I just thought about, you know, what's going to make me comfortable? What's going to make me feel good on a daily basis? What do I need to have in my life for that to be a reality? And I wrote it down. And now I'm living it today. Any questions for me here? If you got value, comment the word value, please. Imagine what the solution is, young people. That's all I want you to do. No, it's enough thinking about your problem. Just imagine the solutions. Imagine the outcomes. The how-to will come to you. Trust me. Okay? I don't know when. I don't know how. But I do know it will come if you follow me. Okay? Any questions for me here? You're welcome, thirsty lady. Thank you, Get Rich Now. Shut these tours, are you? Any questions for me on the topic that we just spoke about here? And like I said below, if many of you want to get very immersed into my information and keep programming yourself, because programming and conditioning is just... Um, it's important. Just like a, a piano. You can't tune a piano one time. You have to tune it every week, every three weeks, every month. But you still have to tune it just like a car. A car and a vehicle. My Lamborghini, I can't... And actually, I need to bring my McLaren to the shop. But can't tune up one time. No. After so many months, it needs another tune-up. Just like your mind. Your mind consistently needs a tune-up forever. So you can go to howtomanifestnow.com so you can begin to manifest the life you deserve to have. Uh, how do you keep your mind away from wondering and not focusing on the solution? You just bring it back, man. Whenever your mind starts thinking about negative thoughts, you bring the mind back to the solution. It's like a muscle. Right. Whenever you can see or feel yourself thinking about something that's negative or cynical, you become aware of it. It's practice.
It's like a muscle. And you have to bring it back. Candy Patrice, when you were imagining the solutions, how did you come back to thoughts of opposition? Well, see, what's great about the mind, the mind can't think about solutions and problems all at once. I'm going to get, watch this. Let me try something with you. I want to do an activity with you here and prove it to you. I want everybody to put a Kool-Aid smile on your face. Just do it. <laughs> smile. Just do it now. Smile. Put a big smile on your face right now. Hold it. Put a smile on your face right now. Hold it. Come on. Hold it. Hold it. Can't, can't. I'm doing it with you. Hold the smile. Hold the smile. Now, while you're holding the smile, while you're smiling big right now, I want you to get upset. But don't stop smiling. Keep smiling, though. I want you to think about negative thoughts. Think about how broke you are. What a smile on your face. Come on. Keep the smile as you think about negative thoughts. It's hard, isn't it? It's almost impossible. It almost makes you laugh. Right? Because the mind, it cannot focus on two things, especially two things that are in opposition of each other all at once. You can't be angry and happy at the same time. Right? Can't be, you can't laugh and cry. You're either going to laugh, then cry, or cry, then laugh. But you can't do both at the same time. That look crazy. And some of you got that ugly cry, so you have an ugly cry with a laugh at the same time. That look crazy, right? Can't do it. You can't have two emotions at the same time. So you're either going to be thinking about the creation of the solutions or the problems. You can't think about both. So when you see yourself thinking about the problems, then you have to be aware, awareness, right? You got to say, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm thinking about negative shit right now. I don't want to think about that. Okay, what do you want to think about, Wes? Well, what do you want to think about, Candy? I want to think about positivity. I want to think about where I'm going. I don't want to think about the barriers. I'm not going to think about the, the pains. I'm thinking about where I'm going, Okay. Think about where I'm going to be living, what I'm going to be driving, the schools that my children are going to be living in. Yeah. Does that make sense? Is it not powerful or what? Yeah. See, listen, folks, you know, I, I just challenge you to just learn more about your brain. Man, that's all you got to do. Learn more about the mind. When you learn more about the mind, you just, you will have the ability to manifest and bring things into your life very strategically. It'll be no more guesswork. Some of you, your life is like guesswork. Like you're hoping things work out. I hope today is a better day. I hope this year is my year. I hope 2023 is my year. You sound like that kid that's blowing out candles from a cake. Stop it. Okay? What's next? What's up, baddest? How are you? Any more questions for me? Did you get a value here tonight? Come with the word value, please. <clears throat> now, listen, you know, this has to continue to make sense. Some of you are saying this makes sense, Wes. Well, you have to continue this. You can't just stop. Like, you can't just go to first grade and just graduate and get a diploma. You got to go to second grade. What I mean is you got to get my course, folks. Course. HowToManifestNow.com. The Genie Script Course. This is taught in detail, deeply. It's more deep. It's more deeper in the course. More information. More examples. Okay? 
My goal is for you to come out of that course, not like a wealthy person. My goal is for you to come out that course being able to manifest what you want. Okay. How can I release the feeling of being nervous meeting new people? Easy, lavish. Imagine yourself confident. See, this is the great. Listen, I used to do this with women decade, well, two decades ago. This is when I wasn't the connoisseur of women like I am now. I have no problems with women or approaching women or getting what I want from women. I'm really, I'm really great at it. And I'm not trying to be cocky. It is what it is. But at one time in my life, I wasn't like this. I was very shy, very timid, very nervous, right? So, obviously, I read a book. It's always in books, man. Books have every, every solution that you want in the books. So, what I began to do, I started to imagine and visualize myself confident with women. Honestly, I would do this. This was in my early 20s. I would just imagine myself confident with women, talking to them, getting their numbers, taking them out, having my way with them, right? I would just imagine it. Uh, and it happened. So the same thing with you, young lady. You just imagine yourself confident in front of people. See, the great thing about the imagination is obviously you're not really there physically. So you have total control of your imagination. You can do whatever you want because you're not there. But remember, the great thing about the mind is the mind thinks you're there. If you imagine yourself in front of 60 people, 70 people, giving a speech, just see yourself as confident. See yourself speaking well, expressing yourself, making eye contact, moving your hands, everybody clapping and loving you and cheering you on. Make sense? And then when it's time for you to actually do it, you would just naturally do it because you have rehearsed it mentally so many times. It's called mental rehearsal. Talk about the energy script as well. Mental rehearsal is a true, real thing. Basketball players do this. Football players, golfers. So only think about what you do want. See the outcome you want in advance? Absolutely. Yes. Wesley. So do we just meditate on the solution regardless of what's happening around us? Exactly. Oh, I like this. This is a great question here. Who was that? Xbox. Exactly. That's where the faith comes in. Yeah. Whatever happens. Listen, I have shared so many stories of things that have taken place in my life that you would have thought would be negative. But those so-called negative situations allowed me to make $30 million on my first company in two years. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. That's one thing you have to understand. That when you start to do this effectively and... Maybe things start to take place in your life that's not pleasurable. What I want you to understand is everything that's happening, everything that's happening is happening for your good and for you to achieve the goal. I'm just being honest with you. You have to trust. You got to have faith. I know it's hard. I, listen, I, I know it's very difficult to think about it that way. 
But that's just how it works. Everything. When you begin to imagine your outcome, imagine the solution, imagining exactly the life that you want, everything that happens to you, even if it's a negative situation, it is meant for you to make progress. Which means you have to see it that way. Okay? That's what you have to do. To give you a short story, I've told the story many times. When I was with this millionaire and I did a partnership with him and I thought he was going to change my life for the better. And I worked my ass off for like eight months. I spent all my money. I was broke. I went to Canada to meet him. I went to a seminar for ClickBank. I was ready to launch the program. I spent all my money, but I wasn't focused on the money. I was just focusing on all the money I was going to make. And he told me that he could no longer do the partnership. He told me that they decided to do a, go a different direction. And he wanted to tell me that at the event in Canada. And for a second, I wanted to get upset. I did, but I didn't. I said, I swear to God I said this. I said, all this means something better is going to take place. Something like this is an opportunity for me to see or to discover the next solution that's going to enable my business to make a ton of money. I just said that. And I told him, I said, hey, don't worry about it, man. Thank you so much for the opportunity to work with you. I left there, went back to the event, and I met somebody else. But I'm saying, I just saw it better. I said, you know what? I'm not even worried about it. It's cool. All that means is something better is going to take place. These are, Those are very powerful words, by the way. Something better is going to take place. You have to train yourself to say that when you're in adversity or, you know, issues and painful moments. Something better is going to take place. Like, I'm the king of this. I'm an expert of saying this. Something better is going to take place. I break my iPhone. Something better is going to take place. <laughs> they repo my car. Something better is going to take place. I'm getting a new car. They evict me from my house. I'm getting a new house. They fire me from my job. I'm getting a new job. I lose $2 million from a business. I'm getting a new business. Like, I've trained myself to think, and it really works. I mean, I, listen, I'm not lying to you. Like, today, you know how much money I made today? I'm very transparent with you. Today, I made over $67,000. Today, $67,000. My goal is to 300000 so, you know, I got a long way. It's not that long, actually. It's just, just tweaks, right? <laughs> like, honestly, it, it works. You know, and when I want, I want you to, what I want you to understand is if you're able to sustain this way of thinking. And when you see something happen, woo, let me tell you something. When you first see it happen, see something happen, based on what you're currently doing, you'll never go back. Like when you see and experience something manifest, or you may call it a miracle. You may say, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. And when that happens, you'll never stop doing what you're currently doing to get you there. That's why I can never stop meditating. I can never, like, I love meditating. I, I just love it. And not just for the reasons of making money. It's just the whole well-being, man, it's powerful. You know, in, in thinking this way, just seeing everything better in my life, you know, and just understanding that everything that's happening is happening towards me 
becoming a billionaire, influencing and touching billions of people on a weekly basis here. Does that make sense? Okay. What's next here? You like my voice? You guys like how I sing? I appreciate that. My voice sounds like an angel, doesn't it? It does. What was the one book you have talked about in the past? It was called Influenced by Robert something. Robert Cialdini. It's called Influenced by Robert Cialdini. Hey, Wes, this is so random, but I had a dream, and I was lucid dreaming, flying freely, and I was talking to God through some of the techniques goes to show how powerful the mind is. Awesome, my, my guy. What's next? Are any more questions for me? Shh. Ladies, I, I, I know. I get it. I know you love my voice. It is a sexy voice, isn't it? <laughs> it's a part of my power as well. I'm going to teach a program on this. I'm going to create an audio about tonality. I mean, anybody can do it, honestly. It's not that hard. I have different tonalities, and I know when to use the tonality. Tonality when I'm seducing, when I'm influencing, you know, whatever I want to do. Ah, what's next? What's next here? Any more questions for me, please? <laughs> Such a lady charmer, Wesley. Yeah. Well, I'm ex- I'm an um, extremely charismatic man. Extremely. The charisma is insane. But do you know how I was able to be this way? <laughs> Using my imagination. <laughs> I swear to God. I wasn't like this 20 years ago. I'm not even close. I didn't learn this from anywhere. I I I I begin to see myself how I wanted to. Be. It really works for like mental rehearsal is very powerful. By the way, like mental, I talk about this in the Genius Script program. Like the mental rehearsal, like mentally rehearsing the person that you want to be. If you continually do that, you would just be that person. You will be this person. I, like me, I, I I I used to mentally rehearse myself being a great speaker, orator, and look at me now. I used to mental rehearse myself getting what I want. And as you can see, I always get what I want. It would always be that way until I die. Okay? To achieve success, it's important to be an early riser? Nope. I get up at 10 or 11 o'clock. So all the millionaires and billionaires are talking about 4 o'clock in the morning? Uh, no. Not me. You know, I just don't want to get up in the morning. I want to get, like, I go to sleep at 5 o'clock in the morning sometimes. So, no. I think it's more important to, it's more important what you do than when you actually do it. Right? You can get up at any time. As long as you do the right thing at the right time, you get the result. doesn't really matter what time it is. 
What's wrong with me if I know what to do, but I still don't do it? Well, you just don't want it bad enough. You don't have a high desire. Read the book, Think and Grow Rich. What's up, Steffi? Steffi, the fit mom. Um, she says, can you explain copy? I'm working on the ad. It's just something I can learn to do on my own. I cannot pay someone to do it for me. Steffi, Steph, you're going to love me right now. You're going to love me because I'm going to give you a secret. I'm going to give you exactly what we're doing right now. Right now, we're running, I'm spending like $20,000, $30,000 a day on ads. I'm getting ready. Tomorrow, I'll be spending 10000 on TikTok. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but the margins are 100%, by the way. Uh, but check it out. So, Steph, let me hook you up. So, Whatever ad that you want to create for whatever your whatever your product is is online. All you need to do is use Chat GPT, right? What is it called? Chat G G B T. Yeah, go there. And all I want you to do is this. I'm gonna give you guys one of my secrets of writing ads. Just don't share this with anybody. If you run Facebook ads, TikTok ads, Google, it works. I want you to write an ad yourself first. And after you write the ad for the copy, I want you to put it in chat GPT. And first, I want you to say, this is an ad that I wrote. Can you make it more persuasive or make it better? Just going to write it out. It's going to make it a little better. Then this is what I want you to do. I want you to type in make it funny. And voila. Let me tell you something. I've never shared this, but. I, the last VSL, video sales letter that I created for my business, I'm not going to tell you which one, Chat GPT wrote that copy. It wrote it better than me. Look, what I did is I had a, I written it out, right, the copy is like 20 pages. Then I used Chat GPT to rewrite everything. <laughs> and everything that I wrote, I just put make it funny. Because when you put, when you write make it funny, with chat GPD G oh my god G B T does it uses a ton of metaphors, analogies, and it speaks like how people speak. And it uses word that people relate to. That's why people like jokes. People like jokes because they're relatable, right? <laughs> or you use the same type of words and dialect that people use. So, you're welcome, Fit Mom. Do it. Just take an ad that you've already written, put in chat, chat GBT, okay? And put make it funny, make it better, make it more persuasive. Type in those words, make it more persuasive. Put it in there. And it will do it for you. Chat, what are you going to say to chat? I'm going to call it chat. Chat. We use chat for all our copyright now. Like all the ads that we write, the chat does it. Yeah. We don't write ads anymore. For what? AI. AI does it all. Cold. Let me tell you that. I'm making a lot of money right now. Like I'm a, I will be at 300000 a day in less than 90 days. You'll see. And I'm going to show you proof. The AI is doing it all for us. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, Wes, can we go live? 
Sure. Chat. Oh, chat. GPT. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that mispronunciation here. Let's go live with Max the Great. Now, don't share that secret with anybody else, folks. What's going on, Max? How are you? Doing well, man. Where you calling from? Baltimore, Maryland. Love it. All right. How can I help? Baltimore, Maryland. So, first off, man, I really just, man, I really wanted to thank you from from the bottom of my heart. Welcome, my guy. Really, really, yeah. You, the impact that you made on people's lives, the fact that you're able to just relate to your story, talk to to us in a way that, you know, we can understand and we can actually resonate with you and what you said. It's really, truly meaningful. Next thing. Next thing is, uh, I believe a few months ago, I asked a question like, you know, where do you, where do you find affiliates? Or if you to find affiliates or find people who are successful in doing affiliate marketing, you know, where do you find these people? And I think you mentioned, you know, yeah. you said go to Affiliate West. Affiliate Summit. I did that. I was hoping to shake hands with my virtual millionaire mentor. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't make it this year, but how was it? Yeah, it was awesome, man. It was fantastic. Honestly, it was life changing, wow. to be honest, man. Getting in the room with all those with people who were actually successful in the business is really something. But um, okay. so I'm gonna get down to my question. As you, when you turned 29, or when you got to, when you were, you were getting into your 30s. Would you have imagined that you'd be, like I know you were, you knew you'd be rich one day. You'd, you know, you'd be wealthy, you'd be successful, but did you really imagine you'd be driving like what you drive, having your cars, having the significance that you had, the impact that were you able to conceive that back then? And if you, and does it really matter if you didn't, if you weren't able to conceive? Great question. So I'm glad you asked that question because I got an answer for you. So right next to my bed right now, I have five vision boards. And I've had these vision boards since I was maybe 25 years old. My guy, 25. I'm not bad, 26, I think. And these vision boards, you know, sometimes it's like insane to see this and to see all the things that on that vision board actually materialize. When I say I have a vision board, I created this when I was like 26, 27 with my daughter. And I put every car that I wanted to own. I put it on the vision board. It's like, and it's right here. And I have about, I don't know, maybe 15 cars in that thing. More than half of those cars I have right now, I own them. I have another vision board that was my vacation vision board. Still have it. Created decades ago. I've been to 
every country that's on that vision. I've been to 35, but I've been to every country on that vision board. And most of them, I've been with my two children. So the answer to your question is, that played a huge part of everything that I've achieved in my 30s that I did in my 20s. And this is why I speak so much about you got to have a vision on what you want. You can't just be like, I want a million. They can't just be stuck there because you don't want a million dollars. You want to do something with the money. You don't want it just to sit in the bank, right, and just be broke and just say, well, I got a million dollars, but I'm still living broke. That makes no sense. So to have a physical image of what your life look like. I have another vision board that has a shelf. It has a personal driver. I did all that. I've had three, four shelves in my life. Every country that I travel, I, I have a personal driver. Every single country that I travel to. And this is something that I put on the vision board when I'm in this little bitty apartment, no furniture, I got a futon, air mattress. I had pictures all on my wall of all the things I wanted to do. That's where it began. And all that stuff that I did, believing in myself with no resources, no mentorship, no nothing, it happened. So, so the, the answer to the question is, Absolutely. Having that vision board or being able to see those images made all the difference for me. And like, it didn't really matter if at that time, if, if you were able to conceive it fully or not. So, as long so as the reason why I had the vision board, the reason why I put the pictures on the wall, because I was working yeah on my mind to be able to conceive it. Make sense? Like, obviously, I couldn't see, I mean, you know, a Rolls Royce, I wanted it, but I could never just, at that time, at 26 years old, could never, like, I want to spend that much money on a Rolls Royce. $400,000, like, what? Why would I even do that, right? But let me tell you what I did. <clears throat> I began to write checks. I still have these checks. And I wrote a check at the age of 27, I said, okay, this is my G-Wagon, $250,000 cash. Here's my Lamborghini, $250,000 cash. I'm going to buy this house here at $1 million. Like, I wrote all these checks out. I said, these are going to be all the checks that I'm going to utilize to buy all the stuff. The reason why I had all the images everywhere and writing the checks out, because I was building and maturing my conception. Right? I had to make it real. That's why I told you guys in one of my rents, I said, go to the bank. Like, if you want to get very familiar with money, you want money in your life, go to the bank or go get $100, 100 ones. Put it all over your house, everywhere. Why? Now, why do we do that? Because you got to get comfortable with money. Most of us, has, we have never had money. Most of us get rid of money. We get money, we buy stuff. Get money, we spend. That's what we do, right? So we're not familiar with having money. We get rid of money because that's how we were raised. We're raised that, well, mommy don't have money. Daddy don't have money. Money's hard to get, right? So we get rid of money because we have that poor mindset. So what I did, I got 100 ones, and I put them all over my house. And I never picked them up. So when I would wake up, I would see money. 
When I would go to work, I would see money. When I would come home from work, I would see money. I saw money for a very long time. And I said, well, you know, I have money. Money's right there. Money's everywhere, unconsciously. This is working on my conception that one day I would have more money than I would be able to spend, invest, or loan. Make sense? Yes, it does. That it does, man. That's that's really amazing because this type of information is so, in a very very strange way, it does seem yeah like very practical and very logical, even though it's, it's very like not not, not in, at all. Because as people, we believe because we've been taught to believe this that we have to work hard for money. Everything that we have, we have to work hard for. It. You know, we've been taught that way. You know, my parents say, hey, you got to work hard, man. You got to work hard. Go to school. Go to job. Work hard. So the word hard has been drilled in our minds. But as many people on the planet that's not working hard and making a million dollars a minute right now, they're not working hard. Because they weren't even taught to work hard. They were just taught the right thing to do at the right time to get the money. Because maybe their father was already wealthy, so they knew what to tell them. Parents don't know what to tell you. They just say they tell you what everybody tell you. Generic statements: Say, work hard, work hard, just work hard for what you want. But they are unaware. They don't even know if working hard really works. And most people that work hard for everything that they want, they don't make a ton of money. They're not living their dreams. They're not traveling around the world. They're not driving the car they want. Living in the house they want. No, the people that predominantly they work hard are the poorest, the average folks. Is that not correct? The hardest people that work the hardest, sweating, tired. Feet tired, brain tired, mind uh, just tired, right? Because that's why they were conditioned and trained. But what I'm introducing to something that has been has existed forever, right? It's this is not new information. But like you said, it's not popular information. It is not information that was ingrained in us when we were growing up. So we naturally reject it if we start to do it if we don't see nothing happening we just say oh, you know it just don't work and we default back to working hard again or going for looking for something else and even that is a habit like the people that look for the next shiny object that's a habit let me try this let me try this let me try this let me try this oh that don't work let me try this let me try let me try like that's a habit and people end up trying so many things until they just do nothing make sense Yes. I think uh, I think many, oh, many absolutely. of us have been victims of that. Absolutely. This is why in my course, the Genie Script course, I talk about this very directly. I share and suggest that you listen to it over and over again. I do my best to make that course very um, appealing, like fun, because I know people naturally will be insipid or bored. I get it, but you have to go through it over and over again. If you want your unconscious mind to be able to think about this information and apply it naturally, like you will begin to naturally think 
the way that I think. I don't work hard to think positively. Like, I'm not working hard to motivate myself or be self just It's just it's an automated process for me. I don't have to work hard for money. I mean, it's the $7,000. I didn't work hard for that. No, not at all. But it's, it's very natural for me because of the conditioning that I implemented inside of my mind. So this is why I suggest you have to go through it over and over again. It's just like you listen to your favorite song. You listen to that crap, rap songs, R&B songs, all, you listen to it over and over and over and over again. The, the, but the sad part is that information, songs and music, it's not making you rich, it's not making you more intelligent, not at all. But this information, it would definitely change the way that you think it would change the perception of your world and it would change your results if you choose to repeatedly absorb the information okay yeah okay so that was that was really it man and uh these rants, these rants are literally life changing. And I appreciate it. Life changing. No lie, man. I'm probably listen to these rants to the day <laughs> I die. Actually, like I love it. I I got I have about three hundred really? out there already. Honestly, yeah, yeah it it's is. a whole year's worth. I think. But I try to listen to as many, just a few of the most powerful ones as Do many it, my times as I can. All right, well, keep me updated, man. Listen, you know, listen. I I love when I hear people share that they're getting value from my information here. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I'm in the zone, man. I've been in the zone for the last couple of months. When I say I'm in the zone, like, you're not going to see me out in the streets. If you live in Houston, Texas, you're not going to see me outside. You'll see me in the gym. If you want to see Wesley version, I'm in the gym. That's it. And at home. You're not going to see me just out and about because I'm in the zone, focus, and I'm working on something. I'm very serious about what I'm doing. And, but, you know, to hear from you, you know, many, many women that listen to my content, it really makes me feel good. It really lets me know that people are getting not just listening but they're applying this information they're waking up and i have to thank god i'm grateful that i'm able to express it and to communicate it in a way that people do get it you know they really do they do they like wow that made they made sense because once it makes sense there's an opportunity for you to actually apply it um and i'm thankful for that gift to be able to articulate this information for you any questions for me? Or if you want to go live. Any queens? Do I have any queens out there? The ladies. The ladies. <laughs> they want to go live here before I let you go here tonight. Let me see here. So, well, look at it. We have 52 million people in here tonight. Lego. Wesley, I live in U.S. and my son is in Africa. I keep getting complaints from his school that he's not doing well in his lessons and advice. Talk to him. 
talk to him. Ask him, hey, what's going on? Ask him what's going on. Right? Have a conversation with your son. He'll tell you. Say, why are you not doing well? He might start to vent. Like, oh, they're doing it. They're doing this to me. They're doing this to me. Like, whenever your kid do that, when they're like, you know, stop blaming other people, like the teachers and whatever. It's because they're hurting. Okay. And pain. And it's up to you as the parent to find out where this pain coming from. Like, I've been there with one of my children as well, you know, didn't do too well in school. And I had to understand where this pain was coming from because it's just pain, right? A child doesn't want to do bad at school. Like they're not going to school. You know, I'm going to be bad. I'm going to act up. <laughs> it's not their intention. Children, they don't know how to express anger or they don't know how to express themselves to get attention, right? Right, so but they want it, and they want to be cared about. They want to be loved, so they do all types of things, crazy things, to get your attention as a parent. Okay, and they just trying. They just <laughs> they would do some very interesting things. You know, be careful with children. So you need to understand them by talking with them, not judging them, not getting overly emotional with them. This is I do the. I do this very well with my children. I don't get overly emotional when they do something that I don't like. Something that normally a parent would get very upset about. I'm very calm with them all the time. <clears throat> they tell me to do this. I say, okay, so why did you do it? You know, what do you think? Do you think you should have did it? You know, I'm just calm because I want them to rationalize. And I want them to understand the decision that they made and the consequences they continue to do that. I don't need to raise my voice. I don't need to, uh, you know, whoop them. No. I need to understand them. Because I don't want to, I've learned this because, like, how I was raised, I was punished severely. <laughs> I was whooped with a belt, you know, to make me do something or compel me to be this way. And it didn't work, honestly. It did not, like, whoop me. It, didn't, it just made me more resentful, made me more angry. And I didn't want to do that to my children. I realized that there were better ways to compel my children to do things. And it's better for me, for them to make the decision instead of me forcing them or making them to do it. Does that make sense? Like, I would never tell my children when they would say, well, Daddy, why you? Why do I have to do it that way? I would never say because I said so. I think that's immature. I think that's just um, a parent that is very lazy. <laughs> I would never tell my well because I said so. No, 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 no. That's what my parents used to do. Because I said so. Uh, no, you need to explain to them so they know why you're sharing or giving them this type of information, this type of advice. Make sense? Okay? And if you need help with being a parent, just read books. Okay? Read books. So have a conversation with your young guy. Okay? And don't be judgmental. Will you suggest Uber or Lyft as a good side hustle? If not, what side hustle would you suggest? Uber or Lyft? I mean, I don't know. I don't drive Uber. I don't drive Lyft, but I guess they pay money, right? So choose one, brother. What's next? 
I'm going live with you soon. <laughs> some of you, some of you queens are too lazy to get out that bed. Yeah, I know what it is. Been listening since 2020. Manifested my dream car and quitting my job. Guess what? It happened. Wes is the real deal, Holyfield. Thank you, V. There. V Simmons, I would love for you to send me a video of what you just said. I'd love to feature you. You know, it's important to have social proof because people just don't believe you until you have. You know what people ask me every day? How many millionaires you made? Was anybody using this that is actually working for? It's a fucking follower. You know? Everybody's a follower, man. They just, they want to wait until they see the herd, you know, until they see everybody else. And that's what's going to happen with me and my content. Like, I'm pretty significant, but obviously I'm not as significant as I could be. But once I become very significant, you're going to have everybody that's just going to join the herd. And many of you already seen my ads. You know, they've seen my stuff online. But people don't jump on board until other people they know jump on board. I've had, I have people that contact me because people that they know that know me or have heard of me contact them say, Hey, you seen the guy Wesley? Oh, I know Wesley. You know Wesley? You know this guy? Then this person contacted me. What's up, Wes? What you doing? What's up? What you doing? Like, you're my friend. You know my friend. I don't even know you like that. Are you kidding me? I don't have friends. I have one. <laughs> ah, yeah, so um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Any questions for me? King West. What's your honest opinion on academic education? Do you think that education is good enough for the real world? Well, I guess you're referring to formal education. Uh, talked about this the other night. Listen, formal education, come on. It'll make you a living, right? Person development make you a fortune. Listen, that's Jim Rohn, by the way. Like, formal education, in my opinion, just gets you ready for the job, man. It just gets you prepared. You have enough information in that brain of yours to be able to work eight, ten hours a day for somebody else. It gives you the ability to listen to information and to regurgitate the information, take tasks, and do the tasks. Unfortunately, in grade school, they don't teach you how to be creative. That's why people that work for you, that get paid per hour, they're not creative. Like me, I try to urge and I push my people that work for me to be creative. You know, I'm tough because I don't, you know, just the average person, they just think like an employee. They just, you know, they want to do ex exactly what you tell them to do. That's cool, but I want you to be creative. Think outside the box. You have a great idea, share it with me, right? You don't need to be a robot for the rest of your life. So unfortunately, and that's just my thoughts. This is my philosophy on this formal education, grade school. It just gives you enough information just to work for somebody, just to get a job, honestly, just to make a living. As you notice, they don't focus on anything from grade one and grade 12. You take all these different classes, different courses. You're not focusing on anything. So you have a concaffing of information in your brain about a lot of stuff, English, history, Social studies, algebra, trigonometry, chemistry, biology. But you're not mastering anything. But you have all this information that you're going to forget. Like, I forgot everything. 
The only thing I didn't forget is my ABCs. I know that. And my one, two, threes. And I know two times two is four. Four times four is, uh, what's it, 16? Yeah, I know that because of the repetition. But everything else, history, social studies, government, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know. And I don't even care. Okay. What's next? Rainbow. West. You see the faith you see. How to eliminate the fear of what others think. Like I said, it's not about eliminating the fear. Because fear is false evidence appearing real. Fear stuff is not even real. It's just an illusion that's in your mind. So obviously, it, when you have time, stop imagining. Stop imagining the evidence the things that you don't want to see take place in your life just stop it you know you know i mean when someone says something those are just words but the issue is, is when people say words and they trigger you it's because some part of you actually believe that right somebody say you're a loser it only affects you because maybe you think you are a loser somebody call you a bitch you bitch you know it's so funny when people get mad it's so weird how we get upset when people call us bitches. You know, it's, it's a female dog, but I'm like, okay, I mean, it's just a word. But we really get upset. You, you're a bitch. You know that? You're nothing but a bitch. Fuck you, bitch. Like, why do we get upset? Like, look, the word is like, fuck you. Like, say, if you have a beautiful woman that says, fuck you, I mean, you should be excited. I mean, she's beautiful. She said, fuck you. You're like, oof. What, really? She get turned on. She can get upset. Man, relax. You know? <laughs> you know, if anybody says fuck you, I mean, that means that maybe they, they think you're attractive. Right? Because that's what the word means, right? To have sexual activity with you. So don't get so upset at some of these words, you know. You'd be like, oh, you want to fuck me? Okay. I, I mean, uh, I don't know you yet, but I guess I can get to know. All right? <laughs> Gotta learn how to reframe words, you know. Really think about the words, you know. And then you have to think about, you know, why does this really bother me? You know, why these vulgar words? Why do they bother us so much? When somebody call you an asshole. I guess people don't like to be called an asshole because they just think about the ass and the hole of an ass, right? Which your rectum shit come out of that. So, but some of you, you like that stuff, you know. You like anal so <laughs> what's the big deal you know some of you freaks on here you that's what you like so if you get called that it's not a big deal i mean is it not pleasurable when you do that so you know it's just all about how you look at it folks just your perception so you know think before you get too upset i know you're laughing right now but it's the truth right so um <laughs> somebody call you asshole I'm like oh, okay come asshole all right i got you you like that huh you like that <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> ah, what's next there? Wes, you see the belief in the picture you created. You seen you have seen results in your belief, but you have trouble creating the picture consistently. Yeah, you just have to continue. The reason why you're not doing it consistently because you don't believe it's going to happen. I suggest you believe it will happen, and it will. Yeah. 
because belief is an imperative ingredient to you getting what you want. Not intelligence, just belief. All right, do I need to let you guys go? I think so. I've been on here for two hours. Hey, I think, what What do you think about fake it till you make it? Is it the same as acting as if it is? And you don't need to fake anything, you know, honestly. You know, I don't believe in the fake it. You. No, you don't need to fake it. You need to be it. Be it until you make it. But you don't even have to wait until you make it because you're making it. Right? You're already making it. I mean, you don't, you don't have to have, you don't have the money, but you can embody. When I say the word, when I use the word embody the person, that means embody the person emotionally. Like feel the emotions of the person that is winning in life. All right. Make sense? All right, folks, I'm going to let you go here. Thank you so much. I love you. I appreciate you. And I love you dearly here. Um, you know, I love you so much. I really do. And I want this year to be your year. You hear me? I, I really, I want this year must be your year. It has to be your year. Like, I need to be able to hear the testimonials. I need to be able to hear hear all the positive vibes and people that spend time with a young black man from Houston, Texas on this rant here. I need that to materialize into something. And I'm sure that you want the same as well. So don't let me down. And don't let yourself down. Right? Because you have so much potential. You have so much intelligence. And you have so much power that's within inside of you. You have God-given power. You have the power. Just cultivate it daily work on it okay great night this is wesley billion dollar virgin and let's go